You're entering a realm which is unusual. Maybe it's magic or contains some kind of monster. The second one. <laughs> Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Good, 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 good news, everyone! I'm Willie. I'm Daniel. And welcome back to the World of Tomorrow podcast. We are so glad to be here. And for you guys, it's going to feel so like glad. a week. But for us, we took a little break. And um, we, we recharge our batteries. Hey, we recharge. You know? Sometimes even the Energizer Bunny needs a couple new batteries. You know what I'm saying? Am I, am I right? <laughs> Can I hear Banging it from the drum. sisters? <laughs> what is that family got? No, oh, it's wait, Molly that? Shannon her stand-up comedian character oh don't yes, get me started right. don't, don't even get me started, started. well oh, no, welcome back time. everybody today we're going to cover season five episode two jurassic bark jurassic Park. now as we said at the end of last episode this one is a capital t capital j you want to finish it for the me JB. the jb's a tj a tearjerker a tearjerker okay Jurassic Park, this is one of the classic episodes for multiple, multiple, multiple reasons, but uh, this is one that people reference all the time. Like, I see, like, Reddit posts, and it's like, Futurama's a dumb show, a like, cartoon for kids, and then they'll reference, like, Leela, and then Bender, or Leela's, grow, Leela's childhood, and then Bender and Hermes growing up in the later seasons, and then Jurassic Park with Seymour at the very end, which I'm not even going to get there. We're going to get there. We're not there then. yet. We're not okay. there yet. Exactly. Um, but no, this is God. It's it's a very good episode, but I didn't I didn't remember how choppy it was. Like I, I understand it was a completely different methodology of storytelling. Like you know, they they flash back. I think a bunch six of times, or seven times. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. But um, I did I did very much enjoy it, and um, got a little choked up, little 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 frog in the throat. I will say, I think the if one thing that saved me from not choking up was that the song it plays, and we'll get there, we'll get there. Mm -hmm. It was not as sad as I thought. If the song was slightly yeah. sadder, like slightly more melancholy, I know I would have been waterfalls. I, I would have been. I would have been breaking TLC's number one rule. I would have been chasing waterfalls and tears down my face. Is that what face. that means? No, I don't think so. What is chasing waterfalls? Is that code for D R U G S? Because I should not be listening to that if that's the case. Uh, I actually a, don't a really Christian. know. Um, it could be that like it's dangerous to be running around slippery rocks. Don't you make music and therefore should know literally everything about every song and all the meanings in every single song? Duh. That's actually the the one song I don't know. I know, ev I know everything else about every other. I have a, I I have a the approximate knowledge of, of everything. <laughs> Frank the human boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's also, how I know you're right here. Oh, no. <laughs> there is a line that Bender says, and it's John DiMaggio, who obviously also voices um, uh, the dog. What's the dog? Finn. Name? I mean, Jake. Jake, yeah. Who voices Jake? He's like, what? That song sucks noodles. And I was like, that is that sounded exactly like Jake to me. It, it does, like, especially okay, because yeah. it's like a euphemism that they would say on Adventure Time. Right. You know, exactly. saying sucking yeah. noodles rather than sucking any other thing. I'm guessing 
dong, but you know, it could be trash like or that, poop. That, suck when's the last shit. time you heard someone say, "Hey, that song sucks trash." <laughs> well, it could suck shit. I feel like that's a thing people might say. I will. I will give you that. Okay, I will give you that. There's like a 1950s euphemism of like, "Oh, go suck eggs." Yeah, like you know, like kick rocks. Suck a lemon is one. Is that one really? Yeah, because if you suck a lemon, it's like <laughs> you, you look immediately like Robert De Niro. Yes, sucking a lemon will turn your face into Robert <laughs> De Niro face. <laughs> Who is a virile? Ew! Been very yes, I saw that headline. Okay, guys, year old, those boys are swimming. Well, why don't we just jump right into it? <laughs> And so the good news that we really want to talk about today is that an 80-year-old man, multiple (laughs) 80-year-old men have gotten their younger wives pregnant as of late, including Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Right. Younger wives by almost two full generations. They could be their wives' granddaughters. I mean, grandfathers. They could be their – oh, yes, yes, exactly. You thought it was like a puzzle. Like (laughs) how do you become your own grandfather? Wait, the doctor is the mom, (laughs) not the the dad. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever heard that joke without already knowing that like what the the conceit is. And I never understood anyone who has like heard the joke and not been – not known how to figure it out because of how ingrained their sexism is. The one I always used to do was like um, uh, Caesar has his um, coin smith make a coin for him. The coin has his face on it. It says 39 BC. Caesar did live in 39 BC, but why is this impossible? Yeah, and it, the, uh, the answer is so obvious. It feels like a trick question. No. Are you kidding me? I like literally racked my brain, and it was so not obvious to me, and it was such a realization to me. That, that people didn't know that what BC was back like, 2,000 years before, ago. <laughs> there, was, there was no t- term before Christ, before Christ was actually – Well, according to – Became a child, so you wouldn't be able to Some things it. he was foretold. I don't know that. I actually haven't read any biblical scripts like that, so I don't know if they knew he was coming. The, but The only Bible verses I know are – by heart are the three that forbid gayness. <laughs> we <laughs> believe he was a great robot, but he was not our Messiah. <laughs> Oh, wait, what is it? Oh, no, Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, they have Jewish robots. I'm surprised they didn't and, do uh, Han- they have Hanukkah zombie, though. Yeah, but wouldn't you, you'd think they'd do a Jewish robot for that, like, Moses bot or something, and then Kwanzaa could be, like, the Kwanzaa zombie or something, because it's a Hanukkah zombie. But Hanukkah isn't about Moses, is it? No, or wait, who Hanukkah... was the No, who was the one with the eight candles? Was it Moses? That's that's Hanukkah. No, 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 no. Moses, Moses... Uh, brought the freed the slaves and or ferried the shepherded the slaves from Egypt, and then he parted the Red Sea. And then they so, who's the one with the oil who had not very much oil, but then it burned for eight days? Um, Adam Sandler. That would be. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say Moishi Goldberg, who is the Moishi, character, yeah. who is a character in fucking Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So, a gr- also a great show. <laughs> Yes, new season coming out, and a new season of Always Sunny, and a new season of The Great, and a new season of What We Do I think in the you Shadows. Should leave. This is that I haven't watched the new season yet, but that one just came out. Oh, the one I've been telling you, like, you for literally this. years to watch, and you keep sending me memes based on the <laughs> I think you should reel Instagram, <laughs> which is 
clips from the show. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm doing something. <laughs> that one's funny. That is a really he good one. Okay, I think I 55 burgers, 55 hot dogs. <laughs> 55 chilies, 55 pills, 100, 100 pancakes. Someone made a t-shirt of that, of that order, and I really want the t-shirt. <laughs> Why fifty five? And those all those things are not or, like from the same restaurant. Like, and then some of it rhymes, but some of it doesn't. <laughs> he is, and I'm really glad because he did cameos for a long time in a lot of shows, like a lot of comedy yeah. shows. Like he's in, he did a cameo in Curb where he plays kind of like the straight, you know, and like he has to like. Larry, that's preposterous. I don't know why you're telling me this kind of thing. But, like, he's just very funny in general. He's also in History of the World. I think part, part two. one or part two. Part, he's in part one two, was yeah. filmed, like, 40 years ago. I thought they I thought they revamped part one. Or did, part two is they're just – Part two this, is the, the, like, one recently. coming – you know, it's come back kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which I, I liked that. Series. I haven't watched it, really it yet, good. but – it's got a lot of like really good comedians that you would know the exact yes. name of, but I don't know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that guy. I Instead love of, like, that. My meal prep. Yeah, <laughs> I love like the, the Leo DiCaprio meme of like, yeah. oh, pointing at the TV. <laughs> okay, we have digressed. Okay, we're gonna be honest. Let's do this good because I have, I have, I have really great news, PD. But I, you go first because we need to catch up. So you go. Is this first. your cop out? Is this your cop out news that I think it's gonna be? No, 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 no. Okay, good. I'm not doing a character. Not that I've ever done no. that. Those are all real people calling in. <laughs> not, that, not that I don't. I don't even know how that is. Like literally, I have, I have voice I have, modulation. Literally, the disorder phone bank is blinking in front of me. So many people are trying to call in right now, and I'm like, no, no. I'm trying to respect my co-host. Okay. <laughs> so, my good news is that I went to a little place called Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I went to a little place called Portland, Oregon, and then a little place called Hood River. So I went to three different locations for my fucking brother. It was one. Never was go. Great. First of all, yeah. never go to a second location. Never go let to alone a, a third. With a family member. <laughs> I don't think so. Hey, it's often uh, the people you know. That's true. Amber alerts, 90% caused by family members. Amber alerts, 90% caused by someone named Amber. I was just gonna, God damn, I was gonna say we need to have a character named Amber Alerts. A L E R. No, her name is Ambera. Like, oh, I can't find Lertz. my baby. <laughs> Ambera. Like, was that like German? My little Lipschen, I can't find him. <laughs> Ambera. Ambera. <laughs> her name is Ambera Alerts. Alerts. <laughs> AKA the head of Urukai. Okay. <laughs> 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 Your mind works too quickly for us. It does. It does. I'm sorry. So I went to Albuquerque for the first leg of the trip. It was great. It was hot as all fucking get out. Went to his graduation. It was wonderful. It was at a casino. I got to play a little roulette afterwards. It was fun. Um, then we flew to Portland and we just did like a bunch of like going to grab beer, going to grab tablecloths, going to set things up. I made dinner for mm-hmm. every Hannah, – Hannah's family came in early, so I made dinner. Which is kind of fun. It was like new Hannah or old um, Hannah. Or sorry, I shouldn't say old Hannah. I'm so sorry, Hannah. What Hannah? She'll rip your teeth. Cheeseman or you're you're the last friend I have. What's what's Terrence's last name? I don't even know. Ryan. (laughs) Hannah Ryan. Hannah Cheeseman Ryan. I meant original Hannah. There's new and original, not old. Oh, I like that. It's original. And then barbecue Hannah. Oh, and I love honey barbecue Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) It's tangy. It's sweet. 
<laughs> Honey Barbecue Hannah sounds like a title that they give to a like a children's beauty pageant in Alabama. <laughs> the Honey the barbecue, Hannah. barbecue Hannah. I won the Honey Barbecue <laughs> Hannah three years in a row, I'll have you know. <laughs> For morbidly obese children. Exactly. Um, but also, then we went from Portland to Hood River. So it was three locations. And I had to give my best man speech, which you know I've been not apprehensive about, but it's just been on my mind. It's a big like, weight. It's a big well. responsibility. It's a big responsibility. I public speak because I'm the only one in my family who will do it, begrudgingly so, but I do it. So I did it, and it was great. The secret combination is six beers and one and a half propanolols, and you're just you're living your best life. The What's beta a propanolol? It's a beta blocker, so it doesn't like affect so your, it, it, your mind. It makes it, it so that like foods. small men can't come up to you and talk to you. <laughs> those wheel, those gears, those gears were they were turning. Tell you what. <laughs> so I got that over with. It was great. Uh, got did people um, clap? Did they like good, it? Yeah, got good, good reception. They had giggles. A good reception, good reception at the reception. I don't know if I'm right. And I have Verizon. So a great reception at the reception when I was going <laughs> <laughs> This episode brought to you by Verizon. By Verizon. America's largest 5G, 5G network. <laughs> also, it's shit. So, sorry. Anyways. Uh, but, yeah. No, it was great. It was just so nice to be back. And I got back. And everyone's like, we haven't seen you in 10 days. Let's go hang out. Let's and I was like, talk to the hand because the face don't want to hear it. I'm tired. I am going into my cove. Of, of video games and snarfing unhealthy frozen foods for like mm-hmm. the entire weekend. And I like Good. got to recharge my batteries and it was great. Reset. And yeah. Then we had pride and then we got the fourth and everything. So I'm just excited for things to get back to normal. Jeez. Same. We had, um, well, my, my good news is two parts. The first part is that, uh, my girlfriend and I went to a beautiful wedding in Playa del Carmen Oh yeah, I burped. How and was that? It was so beautiful and very fun. So the burped. food was great. No, I burped. We don't need to hear that. We don't need to hear. That. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, beautiful wedding location, magnificent. The the rece- the ceremony was like up on this like per- tower uh, with like a three sixty view of like the surrounding area and like the ocean. It was like right on the water. How many people were there? I want to say. 50 to 75. Oh, that's a pretty – 75-ish. I figured she would have – I guess that's destination, so they probably invited like 100. It was mostly like, family. It was mostly family. There was one table of friends, and it was both uh, bride and groom friends. You made the table of friends? I made the table of friends. I was surprised actually, PD, seeing how few friends were there. It was literally like three people Okay, with plus ones. In, in defense. And Laura was in okay. the thing. So me and Becca yeah. were the only friends. Uh, and yeah, Becca's that's dad. That's Which, by the way, PD, <laughs> what I texted you, I have information. <laughs> we're hanging on Saturday, which we're going to talk about after this cast. <laughs> During the day. I have information. <laughs> okay. But also Sunday daytime is better for me. But also, I already had plans Sunday. You said you didn't have plans Sunday. I forgot because I talked to Maria and she was like, "You idiot, we're gonna do no, this." No, switch you those to Saturday. Switch to those to they Saturday because they're gonna be in Los Gatos. You know what? We don't need to plan. No. This. Uh, okay, we'll fine. Fit. 
Anyway, I have information. The wedding was fun. Then I also, um, thanks to my girlfriend's great planning, we also swam with whale sharks. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Transformative experience. Was she doing this all like in a vineyard or? No, no, no. This was after the wedding, totally separate from wedding stuff. This is just me and my girlfriend's vacation. You were talking about your girlfriend's grape planting. Yeah. And um, (laughs) wait, what? Planting? Grape. Oh, grape grape planting? (laughs) Okay. No, no, no. That's a stretch. <laughs> when you said that, I, I would have accepted that. That was like drawing blueprints for sewers for the entrance to sewers. <laughs> <laughs> Great planning. <laughs> okay. I would have allowed I'll that. I'll give you that one. That was better. That was okay. Better. But anyway, we went. A tip of the cap. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> we went uh, swimming with whale sharks. And we also went skydiving. It was yeah, bananas. The, like, this is all adventure. this is all I know. I <laughs> I didn't I didn't think about doing either of these things in my whole life. But my girlfriend That's was like, amazing. hey, while we're there, let's do it. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. It was not nearly as scary as I thought it would be. I'm gonna be honest. Wait, the whale the sharks skydiving. or the... the skydiving. I wasn't afraid the of the whale below, shark. Above the water. Below the water was actually not very scary at all. Um, the hardest part was just swimming fast enough to keep up with them because they're so graceful in the water. Um, but the skydiving uh, wait, was excellent. Whale sharks? I thought they were super slow. They're huge, but they're, you know, they move slowly, but they're going fast compared to how much fast uh, a human true. can. Nimble creature. No, they're not nimble. They just have a... Uh, I said humble creatures. They're not humble. nimble. They're um, Th- they're humble. I, I, I said thimble. Yeah. No, they're thimble. humble. Thimble. They're more like a. They're not. They're not nimble. They're more like a thimble. <laughs> How many thimbles can fit in, <laughs> in the volume <laughs> that a whale shark occupies? That's like an American way of measuring a whale shark. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But anyway, uh, that is fucking amazing. You're like literally adventure. Whale. I'm like a new person now. No, no, just kidding. I'm not really. <laughs> when I got home, I was like, all the <laughs> normal things that I get anxious about are back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what fucking vacation is. I know. It's the realization when you come home that you're still an adult and then you just say, fuck. And that you can't afford and to then... live like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I also missed one of my good news. So I actually, uh, now that you mentioned the ocean and stuff I have a trip coming up is it to portland if I, I, <laughs> no uh me and three of my closest friends are gonna go check out the wreckage of the titanic <laughs> oh my god i was almost gonna say tfti <laughs> you want to come bring your logitech controller <laughs> i just i have it's i get you can't write that you can't make that up you, you can't write that it's bananas it's bonkers and let me just say I have no love lost for a bunch of billionaires who signed their life away to go do this, knowing that that was the risk and taking the risk and then dying. Bleh. This is not a national tragedy. It's sad. I did not wish ill upon them, Mm-mm. but they knew what they were getting into. And the fact that like it was an obsession that we're going to look back on and be like, remember when those guys got in that tuna can? And you know what it feels like to me? You know what this is? It feels okay. This is more tragic than certainly. I'm not trying to say that it's that it's the same amount of funny or scary dramedy, but this is going to, I feel like we're going to look back at this and we're going to think about it the same way we think about that little boy in the like UFO balloon. Remember that? 
Oh, the Balloon Boy. That was even on 30 Rock. Balloon Boy was like such a weird thing that happened. And I feel like the news cycle loved it. And then it was just done. And I feel like a similar thing is going to happen with this, where it was like it captured our attention for like a week. And then people Everyone are going to move on. About it and it was like, okay, yeah. You, well, that's a fucking news cycle, right? You're like, okay, great. Boo-hoo. It's great. Move on. Yeah. If we move on from 9-11, we can move on from anything. I might I've never forget forgetting about it. I've never forget. <laughs> well, now that we're on to 9-11, maybe we should jump into the episode. Let's jump into the episode, guys. <laughs> uh, once again, we're sorry that we took so long. We're catching back up because uh, while we recorded the first episode of this season, that was like five or six weeks ago or something. And Oops. we both had travel. Uh, we both had things going on. So, But now we're back. Yeah. And today we're going to cover season five, episode two. Jurassic Bark. Oof. Literally, you should like put in parentheses, oof. Yeah. Parentheses, tearjerker. Parentheses, TJ. Hashtag, <laughs> jerk these tears, daddy. Hashtag, never forget 9-11. <laughs> Hashtag, <laughs> it was an inside job. I see you. <laughs> you, couldn't, you couldn't resist. <laughs> Are you trying to this say that episode. I'm the one that told Crambot originally about that conspiracy theory? Are you blaming me I'm on not. his... His whole direction of becoming say, a conspiracy bot. I had this thought the other day talking to Jeff about ChatGPT, and I was like, oh my God, ChatGPT is Crambot. Yes. <laughs> they stole Crambot from me. <laughs> that is <laughs> the exact technology with all the conversations you're hearing these people have that are sure. So Crambot nuts. was invented a year ago, and I'm sure OpenAI has been working on this for like a decade, but uh, we don't know. We don't, you know what? See, this is the case. They were working on it for 10 years, but it, they were always missing that one puzzle piece. Which was Crambot. And they found Crambot and... 9-11 right was in. an inside job. <laughs> Crambot, what are you doing here? Crambot, what are you doing? JFK was killed by Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter Biden went back in time and shot JFK. <laughs> he also killed Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> and oh, it's Okay, Crambot. Crambot <laughs> <laughs> had a, uh, an ex. What's it called? Your export? Your port where you shoot juice out? Oh, it's just called a juice port. <laughs> well, I made him, so I call it whatever I wanted okay, to fair. call it. That's true. That's, okay. I would assume. Okay, uh, no one can blame because... me for making an artificially intelligent robot that can, is capable of fast, deep learning, but also a juice dispenser. And giving that, giving it unfettered power and access to the internet. And a lot of apple juice. Here's my thing. <laughs> I love apple juice. And it's always a little treat for me when you're at a hotel that has like the continental breakfast or whatever. They always have a juice machine and it's always got apple juice in it. And I fucking love that shit. What in the gourd lord's name? Firstly, apple juice. Secondly, are you giving blood every day? Thirdly, Apple cider over apple juice. But the hotel doesn't have apple cider. You can only get that one time of the year. What do I do if it's April? You go Answer me this. You go into your chest (laughs) freezer that's in your garage and you get out one your twelfth gallon of apple cider that you've frozen from the harvest. Dude, my parents now have a big freezer, so they could do that now. Oh, a chest freezer? Yeah. That was like my mom's Christmas present last year. Have they turned into the people who buy like two-thirds of a cow and then no it it's and full make, of like, delicious my meals. mom's cookies that she likes to bake ahead of time fuck me up 
like more make the What's dough address again? and then you know my address <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make me dox myself on <laughs> or dox my parents <laughs> on my own podcast i'm gonna absolutely break it i know if i ask you someone give it to me but i don't want to be embarrassing because i'm just gonna steal literally every last she would love there. if like, you visited and asked for cookies that would, she would be a, and then there's like two two gallons of like uh, Briar's mint chocolate chip ice cream, which is like my dad's allotment for of space yeah. for, for that. Freezer. You guys always had mint chocolate chip. He Wait, loves is it. Is there That's any FS his... in the freezer? Are we talking FS? Um, I don't know if she would keep that in the freezer. Daniel, of course, is like talking about fudge sauce that my mom makes, <laughs> and he also crossed his eyes just now thinking about because it. Because I'm moister than an oyster. <laughs> the fudge sauce? No, no, no. It's, like, it's, it's so just, good. It is the best. And I'll tell you the ever. secret ingredient, PD. Fuck me up. Espresso Chocolate. powder. <gasps> the Ina Garten, that dirty, influential slut. <laughs> <laughs> that blue blouse-wearing bitch. <laughs> It always brings out the chocolate. It brings out the chocolate. Let me tell coffee, you. Chocolate needs coffee. Sugar needs salt. It's like the pairings. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Acid needs fat. Fat. Uh, yes. Acid needs fat. Fat needs acid. Fat needs acid. Fat needs acid. Ass fat. Heat. If you make an emoluments <laughs> clause with all of it, like a salad dressing. <laughs> an emulsification. Yes. An emoluments clause. Correct. An emoluments. I actually just learned what an emolument was for my word of the day calendar. And it is? I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just forgot. It's like a fiducial responsibility or something like that. Like something similar. You know what I really like? Fecundiary. Fecundiary? It's like fiduci. Oh, it's a profit from employment or an office. What I say it was? Fiduciary responsibility. That's like yeah. a financial. What's fecundiary? Financial. Fecundiary? Are you sure it's fecundiary? Fecund. Oh, no, fecundity. Fecundity. Fecund- fec- the ability fecundity. to produce an, ab- an abundance of offspring. Like a like a Ooh. like a bunny. And how wait, how I gotta hear it pronounced. Fecund. Fecundity. Fecund. Fecundity. I I was able to fecund at his beckoned call. <laughs> anyway, we were supposed to be starting the episode. So. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> okay. So the first thing I wanted to point out, uh, so like Daniel was saying, this is a sad episode, and it starts out with um, Fry being at the like an, uh, like an ancient history museum with Bender, and of course there's just a bunch of 20th century stuff. So they have a model of Panucci's pizza where Fry used to work that he's like in and um, there's a woman giving a tour and she's like, here's like a perfectly preserved pizza paddle. Like we don't know what exactly it was used for, but we think it was used to discipline the delivery boy. And then there's like an animatronic of like a guy spanking a delivery boy with the pizza paddle. Bear, bear, bear ass. And I was like, this is a pizza place that Daniel might like. (laughs) That's some kinky pepperoni, let me tell you. One of my favorites from the, from the opening is like, I'm not really uh, the Bender the Magnificent bit. Eh, I could take it or leave it. I get it. They could have done more with it, in my opinion, because he's a robot. And they could have made a lot of like gizmo, you know, jokes and whatever. But I love that Fry is like, hey, my, that or an old pizza place. I used to work at one. And Bender goes, interesting. Oh, no, wait. The other thing. 
tedious. <laughs> <laughs> that is like a very like Stanley Tucci esque line or something. <laughs> yes, interesting, interesting. Oh wait, the other thing, tedious. tedious. And then cut to um, oh fuck, what's his name? He just he just came out with Asteroid City. Oh, Wes Anderson. Yes, exactly. Stanley Tucci's in like every Wes Anderson movie. I feel like. Is he though? Yeah, he's in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, okay. He's in. Um, is he in like Rushmore and stuff like those early ones, or is he more of like oh, a later edition? Because I feel like, like Natasha Lyonne is the type of person who's like a later edition. She likes to be in like the newer ones, but yes, that's true. She's all about it. Um, I don't know if I like her or not. I, like I her. think I, I do like her, but I think she's like a small doses person for me. Yes, that I can agree with. Like I love her, and then I but get she's a little bit bored with her. Yeah. She's a little bit in your face. She just becomes so fecund in all of her opinions. <laughs> She's just, so you know. banal. <laughs> you guys, it's so banal. But anyway, uh, so Fry so, is like reminiscing and he's at this um, he's at this museum exhibit and he's like, I recognize all these artifacts in the case. And then the last one is his a fossil his dog that was like fossilized. <laughs> that was which it doesn't explain how, how he, he got, got fossilized. fossilized. I always wondered. Well, that. because the, the professor's like he was like instantly fossilized. Rapidly. Yeah. Which means that he there must have been some sort of explosion or something. But there, I don't think we saw that there was an explosion twelve year in two thousand twelve. I'm trying to think. Is that? Oh, that's right. Because he was thirteen when he or fifteen when he died. Fry had him till he was three. So then two thousand twelve. That would have been good trivia. Although it would have made me do math. So. So you would have been mad at me I regardless. Would I would have refused. Damned if to you do. Him. Damned if you don't. Exactly. Um, is there such a thing as rapid fossilization? Can you actually do that? I think if you put enough fossil fragrance onto something, you will turn into a fossil. Is that is that a Pokemon joke? No, I'm, there's a. Isn't there like a, a perfume brand slash like? <laughs> oh my god! People in seventh. But grade fragrance used to wear is that a word that they that, use like, in Pokemon for for certain items. Right, right? that's what I thought. Uh, and then like the special fossils that turn into like Aerodactyl and shit. Yes, that's what I made me think of. Um, that was. Anyway, so Fry basically befriends uh, or, this, or like homeless dog, yeah. To Fry befriending a homeless dog, and the dog ends up running and chasing him home. Fry gets kicked out of the museum because he smashes the case with Bender. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> open the and then Bender <laughs> gets mad. He's like acting like he was embarrassed that Fry caused, like, committed a crime, even though Bender's the one who would normally do that, like get kicked out of somewhere by security. Right. Exactly. He's like right, exactly. He's he's like the known mischief maker, um, but the professor basically lets everyone apprises everyone that he is able to um, he is able to recreate clone. and clone Seymour if Fry can get a sample. And so Fry goes on this like social justice. Um, what do you call that? He does like I a protest. Say that doesn't make any sense in front of the a museum. Protest, but it's like a. Movement. That's another word for movement. Revolution. Not of the bowels. I can't think of it. Anyways, but there's like six people there, and then Fry basically is like gonna. It's like a sit-in, but instead it's a dance-in. And they're playing. They're, <laughs> he's he's, the he's playing the hustle. Um, and Leela and, and Bender are like reading this like ancient Bronx dance rituals or something book, <laughs> and like according to this, like um, they used to do this to like what was it to 
to gain favor with the gods. Hopefully a Trans Am. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna go ahead and mark that one off my trivia list now. (laughs) (laughs) I love how when we in in the flashbacks, I love how disgusting Panucci is. I was yes, I had that written down. I said Panucci dash gross. (laughs) He's like everything is disgusting. Yes, he has zero standards. The kid's about to eat a piece of pizza with dog fur all over, and he's like, "Ah, that's very Michelle." Yeah, uh, he's, he's like, like, "No dog fur in here." Seymour. And then he coughs into the <laughs> pizza that he's rolling out, and then we <laughs> cut to Seymour swimming around in a vat of sauce, and Bender's eating the and, and Fry's like, "Seymour can do two things: swim and eat." And then he's like, "Oh, and there's a third thing. Presumably, he pissed or shit in the in the tomato sauce." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So Fry basically goes on this dance off. He loses all of his mojo, and like Fry, you can't keep partying. The you can't keep boogieing come like out. this. Boogieing like this, right? Exactly. The paleontologists come out, and they're like, "I'm sorry, we can't give you back your fossil back. We need to know everything." And he, Fry's like, "Seymour was a great dog. He loved riding the 29 bus, uh, and like says like one thing, and like he really enjoyed eating pizza." And they're like, "Hmm, 29 bus. That's all we needed. I'm good." Yeah, give him the fossil. They just like to know what bus he chased. <laughs> right. Which I think it was the 29, right? Yeah. Damn, I should have written that down for trivia. I did write Damn. that down for trivia. <laughs> oh, well, it looks like we both were, are hoisted by our own petards. Exactly. Um, one one line in here that uh, Fry has is like, what is he talking about? He's like, it's blossoming just like that l- giant mushroom in my shower or something. Oh, yeah. But it's just like disgusting to have like a giant mushroom growing in his shower. My friend Lizzie had a giant mushroom growing above her bed. She literally moved into this place and she was like, no, was no, so mad. No, there was a, cra- no, there was a crack no, in the wall no, and then there was like a no, giant no, mushroom no, growing no, out one day no, and she was no, like, no, no. Exactly. Especially like, not after watching The Last of Us. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, 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 no, yeah. Remember when and... Will Spangler had black mold in his room <clears throat> at the Black Pearl? Oh, yes. And I was like, how are your, how are you not like just one large, like feral creature roaming the, roaming the earth to eat more mushrooms? He got lucky. He got, he got lucky, punk. Um, oh my God, the Black Pearl. So many disgusting, disgusting college memories of uh-huh, that wretched uh-huh. fucking house. A lot of Mother Bear's so pizza gross. I ate there. Yes, and a lot of weed smoked. A lot. That basement like, was spooky. There was like a literally a dungeon joints. room in that basement. Because it used to be oh, a frat yeah. house or something, right? So we're like, what the fuck was this for? It was built in like 18, like 80 something. Like it was an old Well, no, but house. the thing in the basement was not built in 1880. That was like a shanty shack in the basement that was like definitely yes. for like, I don't even want to say it. Hazing. I don't even want to say uh, it. Fucking. I don't want to say sex it. Sex dungeon. I don't want to say it. Sex dungeon. Sex of dungeon. Sex. <laughs> sex dungeon. <laughs> sex dungeon. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, that was that was a great time. We had some good times. Um, but anyway, so Bender basically during this entire um, flashback and forth and back and forth is upset with Fry because he wants to be a magician and Fry has refused to be his assistant. Be his assistant well, because he's too busy uh, prepping Fry's- for Seymour's return. So yeah, right. Bender is, is very soft and he's also very jealous in this episode. He's soft emotionally. One of the things I love is when Fry is prepping, Bender's like, oh, you got me a dog collar. You shouldn't have. He's like, no, that's for Seymour. And he's like, oh, Fry, you bought me a subscription to the Daily Growl. 
That's not a reputable journal. <laughs> it's like a rubber <laughs> newspaper toy. The <laughs> Daily Growl. <laughs> that one was funny. That one got me. That one was pretty good. <laughs> Wait, uh, this is not a reputable <laughs> news source. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm like going through it, not a whole lot even really happened. No, that's the thing. I was surprised. No, hundred percent. It's a very quick story. It's it is quick, and it kind of like I thought there was more time. I thought he got. I kind of felt like he got resurrected for a minute or something because I think I was getting confused. I yeah. The the other one where later season where Lars is there. Lars. We see more Seymour Seymour in the Lars Lars. episode. Um, Anyway, but yeah, um, I love how much uh, Fry's parents do not give a shit that he's missing. And that they eat bologna sandwiches for New Year's Eve, New Year's Day brunch. Honestly, I kind of love that. And I was like watching them before I had eaten my snackum. And I was like, that bologna sandwich looks kind of good. That plain bologna sandwich. You need to, if you're gonna eat bologna, you gotta eat. You gotta fry it, on that bastard. Fry bologna. I'm sorry. Fry bologna with a melted craft single on it. Yeah, oh, you're gonna have a good you got time. A stew going. <laughs> that sounds really good. That's just the mainland version of like a spam fried spam sandwich. Did your parents? I bet Susie Q didn't allow it, but did your parents buy bologna? Every once in a while, we had bologna. Like when I was really young. Same. I feel like we had. But like, most of the time, I ate it at bologna. Joel's house. I think. They had all the, they had the I remember one of the best things I've ever eaten in my entire life was the promotional red white and blue frosted rice krispies and they had Ooh. them and they were I got like a bowl and it was I was a child but uh Cheryl did not realize that I was able to eat a large volume and so I was like can I have a bowl and I literally had three bowls of it <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so Okay good. that's triggering because I remember one time I ate uh fruit loops really fast at Travis's after a sleepover and I ran into the street and I was like ha ha bleh, and I threw up the fruit <laughs> Into the street. And it was like, I think I'd eaten a bowl of Fruit Loops and half a banana. And I remember Travis's mom calling my mom and being like, he ate a good breakfast. And then like 30 minutes later, I threw it up into the street. And then she called her I just like ran like, to. Get your puking child no, 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 I just like ran too quickly right after eating. I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> And Johnson Circle was never the same. Oh <laughs> That is fucking so good. Now there's a rainbow stained oh. onto the road. <laughs> <laughs> if it's still stained there after like probably no, I don't 25 think stained, years. I don't think it's stained. <laughs> Imagine what your insides look like. That happened literally 25 years ago. <laughs> that was pretty fucking good. That got me actually. Okay, we need to we need to we need to fast forward. Okay, okay. Here we go. so here Fry, we go. the professor is prepping his machine, the same cloning machine he used to make Qbert. He's prepping that to um to clone Seymour, and um meanwhile Fry is like doing all these prep all these preparations. I have to talk about this scene. Okay, so he's doing all these preparations, including getting a dog bed for Seymour, which he brings to the office, and he asks Leela and Amy to move away because they're like wrestling in the middle of the office. Like like in their leotards wrestling. A- Leah has basic or Leah. Um Leela. Jesus Christ. Did you have a stroke? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My my microphone smells like burnt toast. Um, <laughs> and so does the air around me and also and also this burnt toast. <laughs> this was crispy toast. Broke 
the good toaster. Who broke? Who the is good in toaster. Superstar, which we can talk about later. <laughs> God, we we need to never take breaks again. I know so, <laughs> the pent up energy. Yeah. So um, I remember Google imaging Leela like back when I was old enough to feel okay looking at porn on the computer, but still young enough that I hadn't sexually matured to a point where I was like, oh, I'm actually gay. Uh huh. You were just kind of going so through the motions. Like, Late fifth grade, early sixth grade. Oh, maybe? wait, what? That was late enough to be comfortable looking at porn on the computer. Yeah. And your family yeah. computer. Yeah. What, what do you think? I have a fucking uh, Apple Watch I can whip out? No. I didn't get an iPad or iPod Touch. iPod Touch. Why? Well, I, I just didn't do it until year. I was until later. Because I was too afraid. Well. Anyway. Oh, it wasn't was fifth grade. Too. But we also had... It was like it was like the ancillary one that I used to play video games on, like not the, the one, one in the the one in the TV room. The one the TV, yes, exactly. Because I was like, no one ever uses this because it was like the kids' computer to do homework and porn. Like, obviously, yeah, they told me to look at pictures of Leela and Amy wrestling almost naked. Oh, whatever. so you looked this one up? Yes. Yeah, see, I'm not talking about like watching like hardcore like penetration videos. I'm talking like Google images like boob. Okay, 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 okay. The beginning. I, How every young boy in America is spoiled for the rest <laughs> of their life. <laughs> every young man ruins his sexuality by looking up boob on Google Images. But I remember looking that up and I was like, this is unbelievable. When it was literally just a still from the show. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, because they 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 illustrate some titties in this show. Yeah. For no reason. Like, I'm going in after him. For no reason. For no reason. It's because they know that they know what their audience is looking yeah, for. Yeah, it's like the, the episode of The Simpsons when Marge gets breast implants. My McGuppies have oh, become my McGuppies have become bazongas. <laughs> I just love that she can't open a cabinet now because she's. <laughs> <laughs> we said that all the time in like middle school. <laughs> okay, I do. Okay, I'm so sorry. We are off track, but I have to tell you about this, PD, because it's literally us. So speaking it. of, I think you should leave. There was a GQ article that came out recently where this woman, it's like, you know, like an op-ed kind of thing. This woman is like basically complaining what kind of person her boyfriend becomes every time a new season of I Think You Should Leave comes out because it's a very quotable show. And Mm -hmm. he was basically, she was basically saying, he's like us, he's like our age, 30, 35, and he like used to quote movies all the time. Movies and TV shows. That was literally our – that was our personality. Like especially oh, yeah. when you live in yeah, a place yeah, yeah. like Indiana, like media is – that type of entertainment is the co- is the coolest thing you can be doing because there's nothing else to do. And there were also like a lot of people in Indiana who were very white bread. Like you watch cartoons and you're in middle school. And we're like, fuck yeah, we do. Like so you find a community with that and then you like – that doubles Well, yeah, and it's also just like – you don't know you're forming what your sense of humor is. So, of course, you're going to do that through movies and, exactly. like, Will Ferrell movies and whatnot. So, anyway, th- I felt so targeted because it was, like, exactly us. <laughs> um, and I was like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's like a, that's like a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> you ever look at the mirror and think, you're the problem, lady? <laughs> She's like, why do white men do this? And I'm like, why don't you deal with it? <laughs> I don't know. Firstly, humans do this. This is not about being No, it definitely is like race. No, but it definitely is like a white dude thing. That's for sure. I don't think so. I think that everyone does it. Now, but like back in like the 90s and early 2000s. I can't speak. I can't speak. As because media was all made for us back then. Most of it still is. That is but, true. That is fair. You know, you didn't have like fun 
shows like Meet like, the Kims or whatever. I saw things with like people of color. Like I saw In Living color, color once. I it, things were different. Hey, I saw The Wiz on TBS, or at least the first half. Okay, <laughs> and then I, I fell asleep on the couch. Relations. <laughs> As I was jerking my my wee little gherkin to uh, Leela. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, they Apologies. they're getting ready to to clone Seymour, and Bender's sort of jealousy comes to a, a a climax, and he throws Seymour into the lava, and um, the professor's like, oh well, he might like live. He's like made of dolomite, and that's like can withstand it. And Bender's like, that's dolomite, baby. Bender realizes that he he learns the error of his ways, and he becomes he sees how upset Fry is, so he apologizes, and he's like, I'm gonna go in after him, and the professor's like. No, Bender, you'll you'll melt. Um, you, you you can only do it if it, uh, if you're made of dolomite. He's like, I'm forty percent dolomite. Dolomite, baby. And then he he dives in after him. Yes, and then everyone's like basically like, I'll dive in after yeah, him. Yeah, Fry almost does it, and the then professor. Lila almost does it later. Does it. The professor's like, Professor, lava, hot, <laughs> <laughs> which I did enjoy. We get one more flashback to. Basically, how close uh, right before he's cloned. One flashback as to just how close Fry's parents were to finding him. Seymour scratching. He was on right the there. Actual they, they're yeah, standing they right in front there. of him. They just don't look up. Right. Had they had they literally put their eyes up, it would we it would never have happened. And the you know all the crazy things that wouldn't have happened without Fry wouldn't have happened, and the universe would have ended. But one of my favorites is this guy who's like, I am one high hungover cryogenist. Yeah. <laughs> And the guy's like, can you put that dog in the, in the tube? And the guy's like, you can't solve all your problems by freezing it, boss. He's like, you forget our motto. And he points and he to a sign. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, you can literally solve all your problems by freezing him. And he goes, huh? And it's like a 1950s wife with a rolling pin and crazy hair. And a Yeah, clearly his him. wife. He froze his own <laughs> wife into the <laughs> Which I love so much. So anyway, so we come we come back to reality. Fry gets the dog out of the or Bender gets the dog out of the lava. Apologizes for the error of his ways, and then um, the professor realizes that Seymour is fifteen years old. Yeah, and so then Fry's like, "Wait a minute! If he lived to be fifteen, you know that means he lived on for like twelve more years. So like, let's not resurrect him because." You know, he lived a full life. Like, I should just let him go, which is very, actually, very mature of Fry. Um, yes. But then the sad, here comes the capital T, capital J. We flash uh, back, and indeed, well, not indeed, most unindubitably, Seymour was just spent the rest <laughs> of his days waiting for Fry outside of Panucci's Pizza. And he just, yeah, we get a little he, montage of him sitting there through the seasons and Mr. Panucci getting old and the shop closing, and he's still there. And then at the end, he just sort of lays down and closes his eyes. And that's the end of the episode. It's so yeah, sad. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. That was like – like I didn't cry this time around fully, but I'm pretty sure I – like when I've seen this episode like two or three times when it was like airing on TV mm -hmm. before it was canceled like in, in syndication. It was sad. Cried. It was sad. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a – yeah, TJ. But it's – you know what? We get to see Seymour later, and I have a feeling he might pop up in the news. We see more of Seymour. Oh, Clavier. Clavier, girl. And that's the podcast. Clavier. <laughs> Clavier, girl. Easy, breezy, Why do I always Clavier think that that's girl. something that Hannibal Lecter says when it's from Jurassic Park? Clavier, girl. 
Because he says it in like an Australian slash English accent. It's like, clever girl. Because Bill Paxton does not look anything like uh, Anthony Hopkins. But the, the intonation of the voice, I can, I can, I can the, see where the you're The hoggy like, of it. Clarice, clever girl. I enjoyed this kidney with Bill a nice... Paxton. Uh, fava beans, a nice Chianti. Nice Chianti. But th- okay, it pisses me off though because he says Chianti, not Chianti. Chianti. And that's the one word he, Chianti. I feel like he doesn't pronounce anything like that. he's supposed to be fluent that. in Italian. But in the, he's supposed to be fluent in Italian in the, in the, in the canon. I know, but anti would not be how an Italian pronounces it. That's like how a Midwestern that's what I'm, That's what I'm saying. That, ma- that makes it even more, more egregious. To be fair, he is an English actor who's trying to play an American. I know, but he's really wait, good he a, actor. Wait, does he have an American accent in that? No. I don't think he has an English accent. Maybe it's transatlantic. I don't think he's like, oh, Clara, he's very He's not, he's not a cockney, <laughs> that's for sure. Can you eat him lambs out there? <laughs> <laughs> he's like a <laughs> chimney sweep with like a, the giant Q-tip Like how do you have, how do they let you have a, like that br- scrubbing brush in your cell? <laughs> well, the job never stops, man. I've got to be ready anytime. <laughs> Two guineas, clean your pipes. <laughs> yeah, when you back when you would clean a chimney for a penny. <laughs> Two guineas. I made ten cents today. <laughs> ten hours of oh, work. <laughs> penny per hour, that's not bad. A guinea sage, a guinea ant. <laughs> This is so stupid. It's making me cry. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter as the Cockney 1880s chimney sweep. <laughs> as wow. like the helpful that's chimney what, sweep. Like the wise old <laughs> chimney sweep. <laughs> well, Agent Stalling, maybe you should try. <laughs> maybe you should think about it from a different perspective. <laughs> Plum Island? I don't think so. Not with all the rats. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was that. That gave this shall we, shall a little, we get into some tummy tri- trouble trivia? <laughs> trivia, clavia. Yes, we shall. I'll go first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Show me the live hack. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> as you as you aforementionedly brought up the pizza paddle technically according to fry and the docent who had 45 minutes of training what were the three purposes of said object oh so it was spanking it was disciplining fry moving pizzas and also smashing rats <laughs> <laughs> technically crushing, oh, crushing them okay <laughs> <laughs> Crushing <Yeah>. rats. <laughs> also <laughs> disgusting. I know. Smashing is a more like correct way because you would like smash a being, but crushing makes it sound like it turns into a powder. <laughs> like, <laughs> like pulverized. Like <laughs> right. Exactly. Such CS4 verbiage counts in comedy. Um who is Fry's dog named after? Seymour Asses, the fake name that he originally has to go yes. to. Okay, that's also I have. I also that love one. how I did I not notice that before this watch. Me neither. I had no clue. I was like, oh, I was shit. like, why is his name Seymour? 
I thought it was maybe like a a, a nod to to um, Principal Skinner. That's a like good there was idea. Some kind of like like maybe the guy who barks does. That's a good idea, that. but it's wrong. It's a good idea, <laughs> but you're not right, Ringo. Are you? Um, that was Paul McCartney. <laughs> yes, I got that. Uh, so I also <laughs> you're not right, Ringo. He's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's a really good impression. I let Ringo borrow me guitar. Wait, wait. <laughs> you know, it's a really good impression when you have to tell people at the end. Yes, exactly. Was. Like explaining <laughs> a joke. <laughs> right. Um, but I also love how cutting the guy is. He's like, I truly hope you'll understand how immensely stupid you are for having done this. Yeah, and then Fry's like, never. <laughs> <laughs> never. Um, God damn it, you got the Trans Am. Oh, what is the scientific name, according to the paleontologists, of Seymour the fossil? According to the paleontologists, or according to the mm-hmm. thing on the professor's computer screen, which would count as a sign? I'll have that would you. count as a sign. That would be canine familiaris, which is just the species that a dog is. All dogs are. But this is what the paleontologists have scientifically put him into like scientific canon as. Oh, I don't know. I think I missed this part. Ooh. I'll give you a hint. It's named after the discoverer. Oh, he tries to call it the um the Beelersaurus. Fuck, I didn't think you'd get it with a hint. <laughs> Good I did job. write that one down because I was gonna it. do that as trivia too. <laughs> ben Beeler, like the Beelersaurus. Or as many call it the Beelersaurus. <laughs> um Okay, here's one I think I might get you. When Bender's comparing himself to a dog, as he is, or to, he's comparing himself as to a dog to Fry. Bender's like, or Fry's like, you can't even play catch or play fetch. And Bender goes, wait a minute, what objects does he show Fry? One of the heads from <laughs> Easter Island. Correct, and one other item. <gasps> I just forgot. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I finally stumped him on the last half, which I'll give you 50% because this was a two-parter. Okay. What, is, what does he bring? The bones of Charlemagne. <laughs> That's right. Okay, I literally had that. I forgot that he brought that because I literally had written down bones of Charlemagne. <laughs> Bender dug up Charlemagne. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I am glad you almost got 100%. I was getting Wingardium Nerviosa, let me just say. You know what? I'm okay, I'm going to accept my half point, but here's why I got here's why I got twisted because it's we don't necessarily know that he went and fetched Charlemagne right now, right then. Bender like makes it sound like he he, he and Fry had already him. dug up Charlemagne and he was just reminding yes. him that he was good at digging up bones. <laughs> exactly. That is better context, correct? Okay. Are you ready? Are you Let's ready? Go. Um player 1 ready. How long does Robo Puppy commence yipping for? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> and I love it. it's clearly the Zoidberg voice, but like slightly modified. Robo Puppy Puppy. Uh, is it inordinately long or inordinately short? It's actually, I mean, it is long, but it's not necessarily inordinately long. Ten seconds? <laughs> no. Five seconds? Is it seconds or minutes? 
technically minutes are just multiple seconds. Neither. Hours? It's less than a day. For one hour. Five hours. Okay, I get one more guess. Twelve hours. <laughs> no, it's two. <laughs> okay, I, that was that was a very hard one, but I will give that to you. I did miss that. Um, what is Dolomite a reference to? The way the professor is speaking. Dynamite. Dynamite. It's a reference to fucking Fat Albert. No. That's Dolomite, baby. You are. Yeah. No. Dolomite was a black exploitation movie. That's like the original movie of like the smooth talking, like the Dexter episode where she's, she's like, oh, Dexter. He's like, I'm only talking oh, about you Dexter. You were talking about Dexter. Just, oh. I'm only talking about Dexter. Dolomite, 1975. Oh. I thought it was a reference to like Dynamite. Okay, yes, I, that does make sense. That is, uh, I do know what you're talking about because there's a bunch of remakes of it. Yeah, like, it's like a, a character that's been parodied and copied a million times. But I think that's yes. like the first, oh the gosh, original it's... one that set the trend. <clears throat> its budget was $100,000 and its box office was $1.1 million. Damn, good for them. Back in 1975, yeah. so it was like 12, the equivalent of 12. Movies million. cost like 50 cents then. Wasn't thirteen fucking dollars like it is now? Thirteen? Where you? What are you watching your movies on? Underneath a rock? Saturn? It's like thirty? <laughs> are, you, are there? Are there? Back at Alan Saturn, Saturn's so far away Saturn. that they only have movies from the nineties at this point. They're about like twenty five years behind. <laughs> like Lur. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it takes all the light years to get there. <laughs> oh god. Um, okay. Shit. I'm shit. Here's zero zero. Okay. So the professor creates a, a, a an analogy for describing Seymour. Can you new a candy bar nougat center? Uh huh. What else? Uh, crunchy hard shell exterior, uh-huh. and then a a creamy nougat center. And a creamy nougat center, <laughs> which actually makes it look really good because it's like yeah, it's like the way inside like, of one of those like Cadbury cream eggs or whatever. <laughs> Okay, good job. You got that, that one. You got good. that one. All right. I'll, I love I'll the idea of dog nougat. <laughs> um, this reminds me of getting a 50% on one of Mrs. McGill's papers and being like, you know what? It's not the end. You can still get a 90% in the class. <laughs> Could you? Did you? Yeah, because the first two were only weighted 10% and then oh. the next two were weighted 20 and then the last one was like weighted like 40% of your grade. Gotcha. So it wasn't really that big of a deal, but you, you did lose 5% of your grade. For putting five forms of two B in one paper, which is a little preposterous. Yeah, Shakespeare would have lost that know. one to be or not to be. <laughs> <laughs> How can we never said dummy. that one to her? Did we? We probably oh, did. Okay. I just don't I'm remember. Sure we did. To be or not to be. She's like, How many times do you think I've actually heard that? Also, yeah, it's a translation. It was <laughs> It was in old <laughs> English. Like the old English. <laughs> exactly. Okay, PD. How many um right. how many <laughs> I was trying to think of like nougat. Yeah, centers how many nougat dog nougat centers would you give this out of five? Um, I'm gonna go four point two five. Wow. I was thinking it was gonna be higher than that. I honestly was, and then I realized they do a lot of jumping back and forth, and the story doesn't progress a whole lot. It's just backstory, which I do enjoy, but I need a little bit more than that. 
And I didn't really like the Bender Magician thing. I thought they could have done Although more I, I do like the that. touch with the Bender Magician thing. I do like the touch of the leotard. And then when Zoidberg is trying to, he's trying to get Zoidberg to be oh, yeah. he's like, you are not worthy of wearing Fry's leotard. leotard. And he hits him with the yeah. wand. Hey. <laughs> 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 I love, I love like all the the guttural noises Wadeberg makes whenever he, like he, there's like concussive uh, comedy going yeah, on. Yeah, physical comedy. <laughs> physical comedy. Yeah. Why is it concussive? It's not what it meant. Anyways, I I think I would rate this percussive. a three point seven five. Wow, it's it's good, solid story, but it's thought. not as funny. There's not as many like good moments. I think. In that sense, because yeah. it is it is sad. And the, while I do think the story is quality, I think there's some things about it that I are feel a little bit more forced. Like his parents going all the way to the thing and standing right in front of him and then like leaving. That it's supposed to piss the viewer off, but it did piss me off, and that's why you're not getting a good rating. Okay. Well, yeah. But and then the other thing is like we don't know how he was fossilized, and so yeah. It was sad. It wasn't like tearjerker in the Leela one because the Leela one is like, oh, that's so sweet. It's like wholesome. Yeah. And it is sweet that Caesar is like doing it, but it's this. like in a way where it's like dogs don't know. They're not re- like they don't know. And I feel so yeah, bad for him. You wouldn't want to put that in a tube. And and the worst part is like Fry's missed opportunity. He finally has an opportunity to be mature. He takes it. And then it's like, no, Seymour would have loved to be like resurrected. Anything. Yes, exactly. Which, to be fair, if the professor was cloning him, Seymour wouldn't have any memory. Well, no, he did. Anyway, so it's kind of a moot point. No, because he had the brain scanner. He had the dog, the dog scan, cat scan, or whatever. The oh, dog brain right. cat, dog scan. cat scan. Dog brain cat scan. That's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So he would have had all the memories from when he died, but since before he or after he died. Uh, I mean, before okay. he died. I didn't. I didn't piece that together. But it was a good episode. It was not. Not as high as Uh-oh. I would have guessed. I we lost would have it, but what? I'm right okay. here. You were frozen. Hello. You were frozen. Hello. I got you. Oh. Now. oh, one other thing I wanted to bring up that I thought was funny was when Seymour's running around trying to find Fry. He's like going to all the places Fry had been, and one of them is a golf course which is closed because some individual made it unsanitary, which. We presume with the pattern based on where he's going that Fry was kicked out of there because he like maybe shit in the like <laughs> the, like windmill of the mini golf course. The yeah. <laughs> because someone did something unsanitary in the windmill. Which by the it way closed. I think famously Homer and Marge conceived Bart fucking in a windmill. windmill. Yeah. So I think that's right. Matt Groening likes fucking in a windmill. Or doing shit in a there's windmill. Some, there's some windmills in his past. We need to go to every golf course in the greater. It's Oregon like they're area. all they're all shaped like, shaped like sexy ladies. It's <laughs> <laughs> like naked ladies on the balls. <laughs> Damn, I hear this show's well, got some saucy bits. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that show's got some saucy bits. Uh Shall we wrap it up? I think we shall. So that was season five, episode two, Jurassic Bark. Next week we will be covering season five, episode three, The Root of All Evil. Root of All Evil. It's gonna be a good it's one. It's gonna be a good one. I don't really <laughs> remember what it is, um, but you will hear us talking about it. And maybe we will, and maybe we won't be more on topic than we were today. I can't make any promises. Very true, but I can't promise one thing. You can always find us on Twitter mm-hmm. at WTTWOT or on Patreon at patreon.com slash World of Tomorrow Pod. Beautiful. But if you don't have enough Skrilla 
to to listen to our podcasts while you chilla. That was good because all I could think of was grilla, and then I was thinking about grilling and making a Fourth of July pun, and it was just those gears were going to be turned for a while. <laughs> you was stuck in load mode. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> also, nope. I'm going to take this opportunity not to say Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. There were two different things I (laughs) thought you could have gone, and I didn't want you to go in either direction. I knew knew you didn't, but I will will let you say our favorite. And as always, we love you forever. We love you for always. As long as you're listening, our friend you'll be. Oh, wait. Who's going to take us out, Petey? (laughs) Um... Ooh, let's do Kalki. Where is Kalki? Who's that singing at your wedding? It's Calculon, Calculon, Calculon. Bye. Bye.